0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, the New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back for episode 18 of the Game Plan Pod. I appreciate everyone sticking around and tuning into these episodes as they come out weekly, usually on Wednesday nights. I haven't missed a night yet, which is actually pretty, um, pretty surprising for me at least. Uh, I'm really happy you guys are enjoying these podcasts, and it means a lot. Um, I wouldn't be doing them if you guys weren't enjoying them, so I really appreciate the feedback on my Instagram at New York Jets Game Plan. Um, I just see the feedback from you guys putting in questions every week and your engagement, so I really appreciate it. Um, again, this week I collected a few questions to answer on the pod and just go over a few thoughts as the draft is about two weeks away. We're that close. We are that close to the NFL draft. So much uncertainty after pick number two at this point, I would say, maybe three. Um, I would say the chat And chat's expected to pick uh, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson accordingly. And the 49ers zeroing in on either Justin Fields or Mac Jones, that pick likely. So, a lot to go down there as the draft unfolds. We are only two weeks away, and I am beyond excited as I am every year for the NFL draft. And putting out graphics on my Instagram account, at Nearchit's Game Plan. Love interacting with you guys on there and on Twitter, at Nearchit's Game Plan, same on there. So, I appreciate all the engagement again. Um, as we went over last week, Sam Darnold trade, um, Jets got back a six this year, a four next year and a two next year, I believe. Um, yep. Great trade for Joe Douglas. Won't go too deep into that. Not much new news, um, over the course of this past week, a couple signings, I believe they signed an offensive lineman. Um, and they also re-signed safety Bennett Jackson, so they'll keep him on a one-year deal, as well as the offensive lineman they signed over this past week. Excited to have those guys back or on board at this point. Um, O-line depth is really always important, and the Jets will definitely look to splurge on the O-line in the draft. Um, As for a couple of rumors that have been swirling around, the Jets obviously involved in almost every draft prospect in this point you're going to hear about, but... Um, there is some added interest in the center, um, the center draft market there, um, running back draft market, cornerback, as you guys would think, all those positions in the Jets are likely going to dive deep in and see if they could find upgrades in the NFL draft. Um, I wouldn't say they're completely done in free agency. I think they could potentially still add a quarterback, a cornerback and a backup quarterback, as some have mentioned Um, It's possible. They brought uh, former Patriots quarterback Brian Hoyer in for a visit. No deal done yet, but I believe both sides have mutual interest, so it's going to be interesting to see if they can get a deal done there. Um, They need a backup quarterback for Zach Wilson, and there's not much of a better option out there than Brian Hoyer. there are backup quarterback options all across the league, but Brian Hoyer has seen it all, and you're really not going to get more of a stand-up professional guy than Brian Hoyer, a backup quarterback. So I think that's definitely an option the Jets will look into, and I can bet it may get done. Um, I can see the Jets also being interested in Nick Mullins. Alex Smith is still out there on the backup free agent quarterback market. So we'll see how that all turns out. The Jets are looking okay in the cap, uh, cap situation. Obviously, they are under the cap. Um, and they'll stay that way until the draft class is set. So we'll see how that all turns out there. We can get into a few questions here that I have written down for you guys. I'm not going to be too long of an episode this time. I only have a few questions, a few reminders, and a few notes as we are inching closer to the NFL draft and off-season workout plan. Um, First question here is Tevin Jenkins at 23. So Tevin Jenkins offensive guard has been talked about quite a lot um especially for the jets i believe they have interest but it's not only them other teams around the league i know for the fact that the colts have interest in tevin jenkins um everyone has interest in tevin jenkins if he's going to be there at their late pick in the first round um he's really flew up draft boards and i think rightfully so um, He's a fluffy pa- He's a fluffy panda on the outside, but on the inside, he looks like he is possessed on the field. He, he's he blocks very angry. He he's very he's very aggressive in his blocking. So I think the Jets could use a player like that uh, with the moxie that Jenkins brings. Um, And pairing him next to a guy like Mekhi Becton would do wonders for that offensive line Um, that Joe Douglas continues to rebuild. So it's going to be interesting if they look to upgrade the interior offensive line at pick number 23 or if they trade down potentially. But I like uh, I like having Jenkins there at 23 if he's uh, present at that pick. Um, Obviously, other positions to keep in mind there are going to be edge rusher, cornerback. Offensive line, offensive tackle potentially, wide receiver, a bunch of positions in need the Jets need at this point. Um, It's just going to be who's there and who's honestly best player available, BPA at number 23. Next question here is going to be from at Fantasy Shot Callers. And I'm sorry, I didn't call that last name. Last question, Tevin Jenkins at 23, was from at BearCot81. This one is from at Fantasy underscore Shot Does the Sam Darnold trade spark the change of toxic QB competition in the Jets organization? Um, I don't think there was ever a toxic environment in the Jets organization when it comes to QB competition. I just didn't think the Jets wanted to keep Sam Darnold with another quarterback. Um, it, it it might've sparked some toxic relationship. It might've sparked some toxicity across the organization. If that were the case, I don't think it would have been really good for either of them. Um, Sam wouldn't have had a chance to start, and Zach Wilson would have to be competing with an already fourth-year starter. Might have been better for Zach if he gets to work under that NFL competition, but I see it as a good way to just part ways and give Sam a fresh start and do well by him. Um, I'm happy the Jets traded Sam. Um, Obviously, now, uh, if he told me two years ago that the Jets were going to trade Sam in 2021, I may not have believed you. Um, I thought he was going to be the franchise quarterback. I thought everyone thought he was probably going to be the franchise quarterback in 2018. It happens. Things happen, and it just didn't work out here. And I think keeping him um, adjacent to Zach Wilson wasn't going to do anyone justice, so I think trading Sam was the right decision for Joe Douglas. Had he done it sooner, um, there are reports out there that the 49ers offered the Jets a first-round pick for Sam earlier in the offseason. season Um, I buy it. I think teams were really interested in Sam earlier in the offseason, and Douglas was hesitant in shipping him off so early because they wanted to see if Zach Wilson's shoulder would hold up. They wanted to see QB pro days, QB analysis, QB injury updates. So I think Joe Douglas did good by the system. I just think he could have taken more of a risk trading Sam early on. Um, But it is risky at that, and uh, he would have been taking a big risk for not only Sam, but for his job as well. Um, good question there from at fantasy underscore shot collars. Um, next question here is from at all for him underscore. Did the Jets trade back from 23? Um, this is a really good question and a question that has been brought up to me many times at this point as we're only two weeks away from the NFL draft. Um, if the Jets don't have a player that they feel is worth the number 23 overall pick, I think Joe Douglas will be willing to trade back. Um, This general manager is different from ones we've had in the past, where he's more on the side of collecting draft capital and accumulating draft capital through trades and different deals of sort. I think Douglas would be willing to trade back from 23 if there wasn't a player that he felt completely confident about at uh, at that pick. So say Douglas wanted... For specifics, Rashad Bateman, who's expected to go earlier than that, right? Earlier than pick number 23. And there's really no other player. This is obviously a hypothetical, but there's really no other player that he deems worthy of pick number 23. He'll trade back. He wants the picks. And the Jets can get something decent for pick number 23 if, say, the Browns traded up or the Steelers traded up to pick number 23. Um, Even if those teams are only a pick or two away, they could still get pretty good value for pick number 23, especially if those teams have a player uh, rated highly on their board. So the Jets are in a really good position heading into this draft. It's just up to them to really hit on these players and really solidify this team for the future, right? Um, It's not going to be all about uh, upgrading position. It's going to be about accumulating depth, specifically at the cornerback position that position is going to get upgraded naturally through free agency in the draft, but depth at that position is very, very important. And the Jets haven't done a good job at that over the past few years. Offensive line as well. Douglas has done a much better job than previous regimes upgrading up the offensive line and adding depth where it's needed. And I think Douglas, with that being done, is going to see the, reap the rewards heading into 2022 and beyond. So I think he has done a great job there, and I think this draft is only going to prove further that Douglas is the right man for the job, and he knows exactly how to improve the team from inside out. So I'm happy we have him in the front office, and I think this team's brass is going to do a pretty outstanding job this draft, and I think they have the draft capital to really attack on the offensive and defensive sides of the football to be able to upgrade this team to be a worthy playoff contender yearly, so... Um, we're dreaming high here. We're flying high, but that's what being a fan is all about. And we're all hoping that Douglas can get the deal done there and get the job done and really reap the rewards heading into the years in the future. So. That'll be it for the question portion of this mailbag. I only have three this week. Um, really good questions coming in. Just wanted to keep this one a little short, as I hope next week will be a little longer with a bunch of draft questions and sorts of that nature. So I really appreciate you guys tuning in for this episode of the podcast. Make sure you go follow me on Instagram, at New York Jets Game Plan, at New York Jets Game Plan on Twitter as well. Read some of my stuff on the Jet Press, thejetpress.com. Make sure you follow at the Jet Press on Twitter. I write on there every so often. So it's cool to see you guys hop on there and interact with me and everyone else that works at that awesome website. So I appreciate you guys. Um, I'll be back next week for episode 19 as the draft is only two weeks away. Have a good one.